Hello, this is A.R. Bernard, and welcome to my podcast. My objective, it's simple, to create a platform where you can be educated, informed, and inspired as you navigate the intersection of faith and culture. If you have no faith, maybe you'll find it here. So, thanks for tuning in. Lord God, how true that song is. How consistent you are. Always thinking about us. Your consistent love for us, in spite of who we are, what we have become, or what we have done, you don't hold that against us when it comes to your love. So Lord, we ask that you just continue having your way throughout the rest of this service. Touch somebody's heart to let them know that you still love them and put them into a place where they can receive the rest of this word. Lord, we ask that you just anoint every individual that's watching this service. Touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. Touch their minds so they can understand how things relate to the here and now. How relevant your word is to, the, to today. So Lord, we ask that you have your way. Anoint pastor as he brings a word in season. We ask to say thank you for who you are and what you are. So we lift this up in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Wow. Amen. I'm excited. That's that's one of your favorite songs. Yes. Right. Oh, should for, die for a long time. Oh, should die. Hey, okay, done. No. 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 Watch. One day I'm gonna come out singing. I'll be able to hit a real note. Okay. I found a note called the J. I believe in miracles. Oh, why are you doing that? I, I do. I believe in miracles. See, you know, so me singing is gonna be a miracle. I didn't say that. Yeah, but did you did you know that back in the days my dad used to sing. I, w- I was the choir. Yes, you were. <laughs> just, and, just me. <laughs> no. I was the praise and worship yes. leader. <laughs> and, and I'm excited. Whose birthday's tomorrow? Hey, yeah. <laughs> yes. You're going to be what, 35, 40? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Today. You said something in your prayer. I think it's so beautiful because you captured the essence of the Christian faith when you talked about God always thinking about us. It's in the eighth Psalm that David. Uh, expresses the words, what is man Mm -hmm. that you are mindful of him? And that's double reference to humanity at large, but also prophetic uh, pointing to Christ. Yep. You know, um, but still, yeah, Christianity, unlike um, every other religion where man seeks God, Mm -hmm. Christianity is about God seeking man. Yep. Yep. Him, he coming after us. That's one of the problems that the Muslims have that, God would either even come to an incarnation called Jesus, yeah. Emmanuel, uh, to visit us. Uh, it, it's very hard for them to comprehend uh, based on their view of Allah. And things are changing. People are rethinking um, what they have believed. Mm-hmm. We are coming out of a, actually, you know, the last century was the effects of the Enlightenment, you know, uh, 1800s and the 1900s you know, evolutionary thought <laughs> uh, and how that influenced the church. But uh, I was reading an article that there is now a decline in belief in evolution. Yes, yes, there is, there is. Well, I'm going to ask well, a question. Why, why, why is, is there a decline? Well, well, well one, there, there are strong arguments against the whole idea of the uh, the idea of evolution. We got to separate that. We can't just talk about evolution because then you got you got the macro evolution, which talks about the, you know, the, the larger picture of evolution. Then you got micro evolution. Micro evolution is something that's still accepted because it talks about the evolving of the species. You know, so the, the whole idea that Darwin used to talk about the okay, finch. Hold it, hold it. 
um, we need to get let James put that into the chat. <laughs> macro evolution yes. and micro, micro evolution. evolution. Yes. So macro, which means the large, expansive. Yes. yes. Micro, which means more local and focused. Mm -hmm. All right. So go ahead. So you're looking at the primordial slime, they call it, or the, the big goo, in which everybody comes out from. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, everything evolved from that. From the big goo. Uh, yes, the big goo. The or, big bang know. and the big goo. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. And, and you know, so they say, uh, you know, um, that, that that's what we derive from, you know. Then you go talk to, going towards one cell amoeba. That is the that's the part that they they're really going away with. Within microevolution, Darwin used a finch to talk about uh, the whole idea of evolution at a macro level. But he was also he was only really talking about the micro evolution. So the finch's beak it got in, it increased mm -hmm. in size and density based on the dirt and the density of the dirt and how deep the uh, prey or the, the bugs that they were looking for to eat. So when that changed uh, to soften up based on the rainy season and stuff like that, they evolved. So the evolution process happened micro-wise and to this day, I still say a finch is a finch. <laughs> you know, it never, it never changed. A finch is still a finch. Yeah. You know, and then, and there got, shouldn't be any finches left. Right? right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, if everything evolves, why yep. do some things not evolve? Yes. Why do we mm -hmm. have the consistent age of creatures yep. that have remained the same. Yeah, so then, then you got to talk about irreducible complexities. And irreducible complexities. Wait, wait, wait. Can all hear that? Irreducible complexities. My turn. Irreducible complexities. <laughs> and that just talks about... Reduce the, that. <laughs> all right. So uh, I, the best idea I, I can use is a car. All right. And you, you have uh, what they call a six-cylinder engine and an eight-cylinder engine. Right? An eight-cylinder engine. In order for you to get uh, a eight-cylinder engine into a six-cylinder engine, is 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 it's impossible mm -hmm. because the the makeup of that engine, in order for it to work, has to be changed all the parts at the same time. Mm -hmm. Based on evolution, it, it's a gradual change. So if you if you happens gradually, then uh, it, it, it's, it's antagonistic to the whole idea of the well the way our DNA is made up. Right. Right. So a six-cylinder. Engine won't evolve into an eight-cylinder no, engine. No, it's impossible. <laughs> it's fixed. It's impossible because you have to change so many components at one time in order to get that six-cylinder happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 good stuff. PJ. Oh, thank you. <laughs> boom. Thank no boom. Yeah, boom. I give you a boom, man. Thank you. I got I get a boom. Yeah, you get a boom because I, I was going to talk about the Kalam cosmological argument. Okay, wait a minute. The cosmological yes argument. Kalam. Kalam. Kalam, and that derives from the. Uh, it, it actually, Muslim philosophers came up with that, and uh, mm -hmm. and and it talks about the fact that there aren't. Um, it, it, it talks about it breaks down time because it, you know, it really talks about metaphysics and and and, and time and and uh, the affinity effect and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So what it talks about is basically saying, okay, uh, if today happened. Right, so so because the argument is against infinity, like the, the world always existed. Right, right, right. right. So that's one mm -hmm. part of it. So if if if, it's, if we're living in infinity, yesterday never happened, today won't happen, tomorrow will never happen. Right, right. Yeah, everything because is we're happening living now, currently. Uh, so that's a, a part of the, the argument. But then it really takes in the part of the of, of it's called the causal principle, come out of what you preach, the causality. Mm -hmm. You know, dealing with causality, mm -hmm. and basically everything that began to exist had a cause, and began is a key component, uh, because. We got. We keep God because people ask who who created God. And the principle is everything that began to exist, mm -hmm. and this is cause and effect. Science uh, teaches this, and so everything that began to exist had a cause, 
right? Mm-hmm. The world began to exist, therefore it had a cause, or the universe right. began to exist. Right. Causation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in order for uh, something to begin to exist, whatever began to exist, the thing that caused it to exist has to be outside of the very thing that was yeah. created. Which is, speaks to our Christian beliefs. Mm-hmm. We believe the, in cause and effect, yep. and we believe that God is the first yep. cause. First cause. Yep. So we say, well, what caused God? No, mm-hmm. he's the first cause. And even if it was explained to us, mm-hmm. all right, we're talking about knowledge, information yeah, that's so minds. far beyond <laughs> our capacity <laughs> yep. to embrace, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So uh, the easiest statement is, uh, out of nothing comes nothing. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. and that's and that's, so evolution, you know, it, because it can't explain the thing that started the Big Bang. Right. 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 Because it, wherever wherever reasons they come up with, they always start with something. Yeah. You know, and it's very hard for them to... to and that whole line of thought is by faith. Yes. Yeah, they, they, well, and that's the thing. You have to believe. Evolution is a religion. Yeah. In its own. Exactly. exactly. Evolution it's is a, a set of beliefs. Yep, set of beliefs. Belief system. system. Yeah. Uh, you have to have a faith in order to uh, adhere to the principles of it. But then you talk to evolutionists and you say, well, uh, the DNA is called the, 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 the book of life. Mm-hmm. And every book has to have an author. So yeah. there's so many different ways to That's to good go about stuff, it. man. It's <laughs> good stuff. We got to, you know, let you unpack that in a special session. And we are talking about doing some mm-hmm. special study sessions yes. to really dig deep into uh, a lot of the questions that have mm-hmm. been coming up. They've been fantastic. Yeah, some very good questions. Uh, and, you know, so we're looking at doing that in addition to the Sunday service, yes. outside of the Sunday service. You know, maybe during the week, or we'll we'll set something up. You know, we got to do a spiritual warfare class. Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> well, someone asked a question. That, yes, that very good. Qu- we'll touch on. Well, that. there's a number of questions. Okay. Uh, let's, and, let's deal with some of the questions. Ironically, the bigger questions is more about spiritual warfare, because they believe that there's a spiritual component that's at play. Right now. Right now. Not just on, 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 you know, on, on a local level, but globally. There's some turmoil. There's something going on right. that right. You, is being man, is, you see it manifest in the natural. And a lot of questions are coming about spiritual warfare, spiritual, yeah. what's going on. And then when you started the conversation about Satan in the garden. garden you know, I didn't the, start the, the it. Serpent. I just mentioned it. <laughs> the, the serpent. You know? uh, and people are like, okay, we, we need to expound on it. Because it, it really rocked uh, uh, and challenged a lot of uh, uh People's either theologies and or perception, you know, on how they read the scriptures themselves. You yes. know, is I'll tell you, we we try to make sense of certain spiritual things from a natural perspective, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always work. Nope. You know, uh, the, the the world in which we live is limited mm-hmm. in its ability to explain a bigger, much bigger dimension of existence and a much bigger reality you know, a much more advanced reality Mm -hmm. when you're talking about the angelic world. And that's the biggest problem scientists have with Christianity. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was the question about the Satan, Satan, the serpent? Well, 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 there's a couple of questions. (laughs) One was basically they, they put the two words together, serpent and snake. So therefore they use serpent and you snake in a picture of this, this, snake. this belly yeah. crawling yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. animal. Uh, then uh, the whole idea of, of now to imagine how did the serpent, the snake, 
because remember they lean on a snake a lot. Mm -hmm. You see all the paintings and the pictures, you Artwork, know, and, historically. Yeah. And, and I behave, you know, because we're not going to talk about the white Jesus paintings. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uh, the uh, serpent is depicted. As you even see the painter with the, the serpent has the apple, you know, once again, they think it's an yeah, apple yeah, and, and yeah. The, the Bible says it's fruit. <laughs> so that whole thing of what the church has brought to the forefront as being the depiction of what the Bible is saying has really caused uh, that to be the foundation of a lot of people's theology. Yeah. I will tell you the brilliance of the Genesis account of creation of, of the, the earth, mm -hmm. universe, uh, and humanity uh, is just that. It, it's brilliant in that, you know, it's a simple story. Mm -hmm. And yet we can keep digging into it yeah, but so much and in discovering that story. Yes. so much. That's God. Mm -hmm. Where we can look at that story again and again and again and discover. So, all right. So the serpent mm -hmm. is the craftiest, cunning beast of the field. Mm -hmm. It was prudent. The, the, the name is Nahash. That's the term that is used. That's the Hebrew name. And remember, the serpent was part of God's good creation. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't an evil beast of the field. All right? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> it was part of God's good Good creation. creation. Yeah. He created mm -hmm. everything, yes. right? Uh, Genesis chapter one. And he pronounced that it was good, good. Yep. right? The beast of the field, good. So when Adam named the animals, mm -hmm. he named based upon certain characteristics and qualities. So he named it, all right? Uh, the actual word is Aram, you know, where we, we, we understand serpent. But it has more to do with the characteristics and qualities of this particular beast of the field. We're assuming that the original, um, the original beast mm -hmm. was like a snake. Mm -hmm. But no, that's, if, if that is indeed, all right, the cursed serpent that the scripture talks about, all right, we cannot come to any conclusions based upon that snake that's crawling around. Mm -hmm. And we tried to think about what it looked like before yeah. it was cursed. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Does it the have Bible legs? Doesn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it could talk, mm -hmm. all right? But now we have to talk about that because do animals talk, <laughs> all right? And reason mm -hmm. the way we do because, you know, that's, that's another yeah. uh, issue of, of, of creation, the fact that there are levels mm -hmm. of existence, right? And realm is existence, the plant, animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, mm -hmm. humanity, yep. right? So, so the, the, the emphasis there is less about whether it was a snake with legs and stood upright, <laughs> okay? We, get, we, get, we missed the whole thing, mm -hmm. no. What it's saying is that there was this beast of the field. We don't know what it looked like, mm -hmm. but it was assessed to be the most prudent, the wisest, because it is not an evil description. Mm -hmm. It becomes evil when somebody <laughs> takes it over yes. and uses this animal, all right, in a conversation with Eve. Now, we have to fast forward to the end of the book, Revelation, uh, chapter 12, verse 9, where it talks about that ancient serpent, the 
devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? So now it identifies this being, not the animal, but the being that was using the animal. Mm-hmm. It's like when Jesus turns to Peter after Peter says, you know, you're, you're not going to die on the cross. We, we can't <laughs> let that happen. And what does Jesus say? He said, get behind I mean, me, Satan. Satan. Yes. He wasn't calling uh, Peter Satan. literally, mm-hmm. you know, Satan, the devil, or a divine being. Mm-hmm. No, Peter was a human being, right? That's yep. a historical record. But he was referring to some entity that was using Peter, using his humanity and his love for Jesus to make that kind of statement. Mm. All right? So now we go back to the serpent. The serpent was some kind of a beast of the field that had the most prudent and wise qualities. And now you have this entity take over this beast and engage in a conversation through this beast with Eve, who was not shocked or surprised. And that's another thing that came up in the conversations that was, I've been having on uh, social media is that, that the fact that they didn't think about the, that Eve has had prior conversations, some type of interaction with this beast exactly. prior to that exactly. time. Exactly. So, it, you know, she was not apprehensive. It was, and it was, was Adam. Cool. And also Adam had yep. interaction mm-hmm. with this beast because he named it. And I think, that in my, my opinion, and you know, this is not theologically, <laughs> you know, uh, supported, or my, my opinion is that that, that that beast was seeing which one he can <laughs> check up first. Uh, but, you know, he's yeah, testing each yeah, one. Yeah. So, okay, which one can I use <laughs> to manipulate and, and, and cause, you know, to, to sin uh, first? Pretty, pretty much because, you know, the devil... I, I love that walks around like a roaring lion, <laughs> yes. seeking whom he may devour. devour. Yes. He, he takes a look. He understands human nature and our woundedness, our brokenness, our disorder, our dysfunctionalities. And yeah, he prays. Was Adam and Eve broken and wounded at such? Well, remember, the scripture you know, describes Eve as what is called a weaker vessel. Mm-hmm. Not that she was weaker in intellect or anything like that, all right? But her makeup, physically and emotionally, was mm-hmm. different from that of Adam. Yes. So he, this Satan, mm-hmm. all right, considered her most vulnerable. Yep. And that's, that's what criminals do. Mm-hmm. They, you know, <laughs> this is a crime of opportunity yep. and, 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 and proximity. Actually, that's the one. That one is weak. <laughs> yes. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, they say on the streets that criminals flow like water. They look for this e- easiest path. That's it. That's true. That's, you know, and that's another thing that we have to talk <laughs> about in terms of, you know, crime and situations within our, our community. But, but so something happens in that garden and we have to say, okay, so this being, mm-hmm. because of what it was engaged in, all right, expresses that there was already in a fallen state. Mm. Not the beast mm-hmm. of the field, right? But the entity, the being that was using this beast of the field. Which we find out in Revelations with Satan. Exactly. This entity seeks to undermine the authority of God mm-hmm. in the lives of Adam, in the life of Adam mm-hmm. and, and that of Eve. Yep. And to disrupt something. And the question is, why was this hostility towards these human persons. And when did this being Mm -hmm. become that, you know, fallen (laughs) state that it was in? All right? 
So the scripture speaks about, talks about angels, mm -hmm. you know, uh, good angels, bad angels, holy angels, unholy angels, demons, mm -hmm. you know, fallen angels. I mean, there's a whole world that we, that we open up there. Yep. All right. So, uh, all right. So what no, this, what this, we're going to dig into this. Yeah, we need to, because what I, I realized that, uh, this the questions weren't coming from um, uh, being combative or whatnot. They said they really truly want to learn. Yeah. So this is desire, and, and we, we you have to. You, All right. So so uh, look, we we can't. We'll go as deep as we can. Okay. All right. All right. In this setting. Yeah. All right. And that's why when we did the spiritual warfare class, we had people sign up. Yep. Because that meant. You chose to mm -hmm. enter that environment. Yes. So if you couldn't handle <laughs> what was coming don't down, get <laughs> don't get mad. That was, that was your choice. Yep. Okay? Yeah. So that's very, very important. So let's think of what the scripture says originally about angelic beings. Okay. All right? They all originally served and worshipped Yahweh. Mm -hmm. All right? Their creator. So there had to come a point in time where something happened. Mm -hmm. to change. Not all of them, all right, because they're still good angels. Because it was like one-third is, is the number? Well, now you're jumping into Revelation <laughs> okay, okay, there, okay. all right? All so right. first, let's establish originally <laughs> yes. all angels created by God, mm -hmm. right, served and worshipped Yahweh. Yep. That's why they were created for the purposes of their obedience to him. They also were created as free will agents. Mm. They had the power to choose, yep. right? Yeah, and that's, not, then they wouldn't be falling. Exactly. They wouldn't mm -hmm. be falling if mm -hmm. they didn't make a choice that yep. put them into a particular condition. Did they know what that condition would be like? No, just like Adam and Eve had no idea what death was Yes. until they sinned. Mm -hmm. And now they experience this thing called death. It was foreign to them. And the first, the first uh, uh, experience was feeling naked and ashamed. Yeah, yeah. It, it affected them spiritually, mm -hmm. emotionally, intellectually, all right, and ultimately physically, mm -hmm. all right? And, and their choices, their motivations, you know. Um, scripture reveals that these angels who exists in another dimension of existence outside of the physical realm of humanity, all right, this mm -hmm. world, but they've always been curious about God's creation. In the book of Job, where he talks about the creation of the earth, mm -hmm. laying its foundations, when the morning stars, because angels are also referred to as stars, mm -hmm. all right, uh, and morning simply means the rising of the sun, the brilliance of, uh, and beauty of, of angelic beings, they were there watching God create the earth. Mm -hmm. And they're watching him and they're curious. They're wondering. They, they can be curious. They, they want to know, all right, because they're not all knowing. Nope. So they're watching God lay the foundations of this new thing called the earth, right? They also see him create humanity. They see something set in motion, all right, by Yahweh, and they're wondering. There's a beautiful passage in 1 Peter. We can look at that, 1 Peter chapter 1. Let me try to get there. No, this is so good. 1 Peter chapter 1. Oh, man, let's see. Concerning, okay, verse 10. I'm, in, I'm reading in the New International Version, all right? And Peter is talking about the saving of, of souls, right? 
uh, and he says in verse 10, concerning this salvation, all right, mm-hmm. salvation of the soul that Christ came to uh, exact for us, right? Concerning the salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you, all right? Because it says grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law came by Moses. Yep. So even the prophets were products of the law, mm-hmm. but they were prophesying about something called grace. Yes. So even the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out Mm -hmm. the time and circumstances to which the spirit of Christ that was in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. So they were, Isaiah says, who has believed our report? To whom Mm -hmm. is the arm of the Lord uh, uh, revealed? All right, then he grows up as a tender plant. And then he gets into his wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity, Mm -hmm. chastisement Mm -hmm. of our peace was upon him. With his stripes we were healed. healed. His soul was made an offering Mm -hmm. for sin. All right, he gets into that. And David talking about how they pierced his side. Mm -hmm. You know, they gambled over uh, for his clothing. All of these prophetic things were being spoken and they didn't know. They didn't understand what it was pointing to, Mm -hmm. nor the circumstances and conditions, not only the time, but the circumstances and conditions in which these things would happen. Yes. So the prophets were looking into it, trying to understand how this was all going to go down. Verse 12, it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you. Mm -hmm. And Peter's talking to the church, the body of Christ. When they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. And here's the catch, the rest of it. Even angels long to look in to these things. So angels are curious about humanity and what's going on within human history. They don't know how things are going to turn out. They're watching it develop over time. They can read. They're highly intelligent, highly powerful. One angel took out 185,000 Syrians (laughs) back in in, in the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. you know? So if one angel took out 185,000 men, you know, just a handful of angels can do some serious damage. Yes. All right? So, So the angels are curious. They want to know because they're not all knowing. They're seeking to understand mm-hmm. how all of this is going to play out. They're watching what's going on right now. Yep. Yep. And they have no idea, because I'm sure after <laughs> all these thousands of years of humanity, of human history, they're still asking, okay, what's, what's Yahweh up to? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's why, because too often they credit Satan with the ability to be all-knowing. He's not. You know, that's why he, he went through the process of tempting Jesus. That's why he went through the process of, of, of a, a, you know, killing off, you know, X amount of babies, uh, you know, when Jesus that's was on right. too. The question, if you yes. are the son of yes. God, mm-hmm. he, he was checking. Yep. He was trying to say, okay. I've been watching. I'm yeah. seeing some things. And then he referred to when he tempted Jesus to throw himself, when we took him up to the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the pinnacle of the temple and said, throw yourself down. He said, it's written yep. from Psalms, mm-hmm. all right? It's written that he's given his angels charge of you. So he knew that prophetically, mm-hmm. Satan knew prophetically that there were certain guardian angels that would be assigned to protect Jesus in his humanity. Mm. 
All right, he understood that. So he was trying to get him to act recklessly. Yep. That was the temptation. But he was still speaking out of prophetic utterance. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know. He wasn't sure. He, he was trying to figure it out. And you know, angels are not all knowing. It's like when um, Jesus comes to the, the, the Gadarene, mm -hmm. all right, the man in the tomb, yep. right? And it, this guy's too much. Nobody <laughs> can take him down. And Jesus deals with the, the, the legion mm -hmm. of demons in him. And what do they say? They say, what have we to do with you, yes. Jesus, the Holy One of God? Mm -hmm. Have you come to torment us before, before our time? time? Which mm -hmm. means they know that there's a pending judgment yes. on these particular fallen angels, mm -hmm. but they don't know when that judgment is going to be. <laughs> They're convinced that he is the messianic one. Mm -hmm. He's the one, right? And that's why he would say when he would heal people, sometimes he'd say, don't tell anybody. Yes. All right? Because he didn't want it to come out and interrupt what he had to accomplish before his death. Yep. So, so they didn't know. They had no idea because they're not all knowing. <laughs> so when we think about, you know, how did they fall? And we have to break down because you have good angels, you have holy angels, you have fallen angels. You know, you have angels that are being reserved in chains of darkness mm -hmm. in a particular prison, all right? Then we have to understand that language. And then you got ranking of angels. Like, there's a hierarchy of yep. angelic mm -hmm. beings. There are principalities and powers, rulers of cherubim, the darkness. Cherubim, cherubim. Yeah, seraphim, <laughs> cherubim, archangels. Yes. You know, uh, and, and we have to look at the literature not only uh, in, in, in scripture, mm -hmm. all right, but also in ancient writings, even in the writings of the fathers, you know, the early church fathers. Yes. Because everything was not contained in scripture. And John said, you know, these things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. But uh, all the books of the world could not contain. No, not at all. Everything that he said and everything that yep. he did. So we have it captured in the four gospels, mm -hmm. which, which is beautiful. All right. But, but uh, interesting passage, if, if, if we unpack this, all right, is in 1 Timothy See if I can go to it. First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy chapter three, verse six. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, let me see if I have the right text. Okay, so here Timothy is talking. I'm sorry, the, the letter's written to Timothy about. Uh, overseers and deacons, people who are going to be put in positions of responsibility over the church, right? In leadership. Mm -hmm. Verse one, here's a trustworthy saying, if anyone sets his heart on being an overseer, a bishop, all right, he desires a noble task. Now the overseer must be above reproach, the husband of but one wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. Oh man, this is this is bad news for some people. <laughs> yeah, I know because some, some, some it's bad I, news for some folks. I've been watching right? uh, you know, Instagram and it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm serious. it's not giving the drunkenness, <laughs> not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, mm -hmm. not a lover of money. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> verse four, he must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him with proper respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? So this is talking about human leaders, mm -hmm. human individuals who are being considered for positions of leadership in the church. And verse six is critical key. He must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited mm -hmm. and fall under the same judgment as the 
devil. That's a whole totally different message. In 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 <laughs> in another translation, it says the sin of Satan, Satan mm -hmm. which was pride. Mm -hmm. Out of his pride, well, actually, it's pride was his motivation. All right, but the sin was sedition. Mm -hmm. It was an act of sedition that he engaged in, and it spread to others. So the, the, the Greek word there, the condemnation of Satan, is the word uh, uh, krima, K-R-I-M-A. Beautiful K -R -I -M -A. word. K-R-I-M-A. Yeah, from where we get our, our English word crime. Mm -hmm. All right, so it, it literally means a wrong or unjustified action, an illegal act mm -hmm. that is punishable by governmental authority. Mm -hmm. So you're in violation <laughs> of good. government. Yeah. All right, when, when you, when, this is the, the, the level of offense that they're talking about here. So the crime of Satan was sedition, all right? And it was based on pride. So sedition is the overthrowing- crime of Satan was sedition. Sedition. Based on pride. Yeah, it was driven by pride because mm -hmm. pride is the strength of sin. Unbelief is the basis of sin. Mm -hmm. Pride is the strength of, of sin, sin. Yep. all right? Deceitfulness is the character of mm -hmm. sin. Wait, okay, you just threw that out there. Why, why? First of all, you said James was typing, <laughs> right? And, and, and responding and putting the notes up. You, you, you got to throw that out there a little slower. So, so. <laughs> so Paul, Paul was essentially saying that Satan engaged in an act of treason, sedition. Mm -hmm. His objective was to overthrow the government of God. Yes, overthrow the government of and, God. And it was fueled by pride. If we go back to the Old Testament, we can't get into those texts <laughs> without, you know, yeah, you know to, I, I just we're going to have to unpack even more than things. that. You know, but it speaks of, 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 of this being, Yes. all right, who's was wise and beautiful mm -hmm. in the garden of God, Eden, the garden of God, and his wisdom was corrupted because his heart was filled with pride. And, and it, this is where we talk about the cosmic level of sin. Exactly, exactly. So it's the undermining of authority. And it was done previous to Adam and Eve mm -hmm. because when this being appears, he's already acting seditiously and trying to ally Adam and Eve. The new creation. In his sedition. Yep. So all I right. got some of the angels. I didn't get all of them. <laughs> Let me try to go after the new creation. Exactly. And you have uh, passages like in, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 4 and 9, where it says, uh, well, gosh. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, we better go there. Revelations 12. Mm -hmm. That's the last book in the Bible, by the way. <laughs> verse 4. I mean, Revelation... Right, where are we? Twelve. Oh, so I can talk about the one third now. Four. Yeah. All right. So, so it, we 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 see this verse three. Then another sign appeared in heaven, and an enormous red dragon mm -hmm. with seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns on his head. And this is all symbolic language mm -hmm. because horns and crowns were all symbols of authority yep. and power and leadership. Right. His tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. Now, this can't be talking about literal stars because a star falling to the earth it would, would blow it. the earth up. Mm -hmm. Forget it. We depend on the sun, which is a star. It, it would actually damage the earth before it even touches it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Before it even collides. Yep. The power mm -hmm. of the star would, the would destroy the earth. Yeah, so we can't take this literally. All right? The, uh, his tail swept the third... Uh, uh, of the stars out of the sky and flung them 
down to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that he might devour her child the moment it was born. Let's go to verse nine very quickly and I don't want to get into who the woman was and all that. <laughs> verse seven, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. Mm -hmm. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. So he was able to ally mm -hmm. a portion of the angelic beings, all right, to join him in his rebellion. They became fallen angels. Mm -hmm. Well, one group of fallen angels. Yes. Because there's more than one group of fallen angels. Uh, why are you doing that to them? Angels. <laughs> why are you doing that to them? Can Satan influence Christians? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We see it now. He, Look he at all this stuff that's going on with taps these, these into pastors. their own ambitions, yep. their own lusts, all right? Because we're broken and wounded individuals. We are vulnerable to that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he can tap in and he can influence, but there are certain people who believe that they just can't be influenced. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the A.R. Bernard podcast. I hope you were enriched by the information and or the conversation. Make sure, subscribe by clicking the link in the bio to gain more information about me and the work that I'm doing. Again, thank you and God bless.